From Audible, I'm Jill Melanson. From the Washington Post politics section, Dan Balls writes, November is fast becoming what the GOP fears, a referendum on Trump. The hole that Donald Trump has dug for himself keeps getting deeper. On nearly every front, his position continues to deteriorate. Unless he reverses course, Republicans are heading toward a wrenching week at their convention in Cleveland next month, and potentially worse in November. National polls alone provide an incomplete picture of the current state of the presidential race, but the shifts over the past few weeks should make Republicans beyond nervous. What looked like a tight contest between Trump and Hillary Clinton in late May has morphed into a Trump deficit that cannot be wished away. The Real Clear Politics poll average now gives Clinton a lead of almost six percentage points over Trump, a marked shift from a month ago. Perhaps even more telling is that every poll on the RCP list that was conducted entirely in June showed Clinton leading. That's a change from May when several polls showed Trump leading narrowly. Given the terrible two weeks Trump has gone through, it is no surprise that the trend line also indicates that Clinton's lead is widening. The last four polls on the list, all completed in the past week, put her lead at 12, 9, 5, and 6 points. Four polls completed earlier in June showed her with leads of 3, 4, 8, and 3 points. Clinton is not approaching 50% in any of these head-to-head polls. With one exception, she is below 45%, hardly impressive. But Trump has not broken 40% in any of the past seven polls listed on the RCP average. Overall, the average of the recent polls puts Clinton at 44% and Trump at 38%. More and better polls from key states will help to clarify the depth of Trump's problems. Viewed from the angle of the electoral map, the question is, which states that Mitt Romney lost in 2012 can Trump actually win? And are there more states Romney won that now could go to Clinton? One caveat worth noting is that a significant percentage of the population remains undecided, or at least undeclared, in the current polls. A Washington Post-ABC News survey released last week pointed to the reasons. The survey measured only the favorability ratings for the two presumptive nominees, and it was another bleak indicator of the unhappy choice Americans see before them. Clinton's favorable rating was just 43%, about the same number she is drawing in a ballot test, while her unfavorable rating was 55%. Trump's favorable rating was a crippling 29%, with 70% of the public saying they have an unfavorable view of him. A majority of adults, 56%, said they have a strongly unfavorable view of him, including one-fifth of Republicans. When the electorate is divided into different population groups, it is even clearer how much trouble Trump has created for himself. Trump's base during the primaries was among white working-class voters, but it has become apparent that his real base is among white men. Among white men without a college degree, he's actually in positive territory. Among white women without a college degree, he's not. Overlooked, perhaps, is Clinton's image deficit among whites, particularly among white men. Just 23% of white men view her favorably, compared with 75% unfavorable. But she counters with strongly positive numbers among non-whites, who are 2 to 1 positive about her. 
All of this has put Republicans on edge about November. Trump is frustrated that leading Republicans have not all coalesced behind his candidacy, but without some change on his part, he could be an island of his own in November. Fear of a Clinton presidency remains the lone rationale for many Republicans who otherwise recoil from things Trump has said lately. House Speaker Paul D. Ryan, Republican Wisconsin, who has endorsed but not truly embraced Trump, now says this is a decision of conscience for Republican elected officials. That's a green light to scatter. The Bush family remains on the sidelines. Ohio Governor John Kasich, who lost out to Trump for the GOP nomination, says he is not ready to endorse and might be a permanent holdout, even though he will be the host governor at the Cleveland Convention. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan said last week that he would not support Trump. Some of Trump's supporters have grown weary trying to defend him. Others who put Trump on notice after he attacked on racial grounds the federal judge overseeing the lawsuit against Trump University have found little sense to convince them that the presumptive nominee will meet the standard they would like to see. In fact, after his attack on Muslims in the aftermath of last Sunday's mass shooting at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, he seems further